So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Javier. I feel like I haven't been on an episode for a while, but uh, mainly because I've been batch loading a bunch of episodes these past uh, few weeks and then take some breaks uh, just because a lot of things are going on in life and work and family and kids and wife and everything, man. Everything. So... A lot of going on. Um, I've got a lot of stuff to cover, but uh, I'm going to break these topics into different things. So you'll probably be listening to a bunch of stuff that is probably going to be coming out. Oh, man. October, November, possibly into December. And it might be a few months, a few weeks older. Um, But, you know, in my opinion... Some marketing stuff ages, some marketing stuff does not. Um, and and uh, the stuff that I'm teaching you guys is evergreen kind of you know stuff, so it, it, it works very well uh, for a while. So anyways, um, what I want to dive into today is a topic that uh, we've been talking a lot about um, in our company about generating leads and then recycling the leads. And so this is kind of a new strategy that we've implemented within our organization. So let me kind of like paint the picture. We generate anywhere from three, four, 5,000 leads per month, depending on like the type of strategies that we're, we're implementing. And I'm not, and I'm going to be honest with you. uh, I'm not inflating these numbers. Uh, Last month, I want to say we generated like 4,100 or 4,200, something like that. And I want to say like, 3,000 of them or so were commercial leads, like the type of leads that we, our team wants to work because those are, tends to be the better type of lead to convert. So, you know, we, we do this on a regular basis and, and, and our, our ad strategy does very well. Here is the challenge though, is because we generate so many leads, because people are just kind of like, they're fascinated by how they're able to get a, a quote we, you know, leads aren't worked. I'm not going to say they're not worked till its fullest, but they're, they're worked. And then like, sometimes that person may not be ready to be buying a wrap. Now, again, if you're new to this podcast and you're like, okay, why are you talking about this? I thought you were talking about facility marketing. I am. And I always do this. I always tell stories and, and strategies and things that we're doing in our company. And I'm going to teach you how you can use it for facility management marketing. Okay. So it can be done. I promise you. Like a lot of the stuff that I that I, I literally run podcasts on, episodes on, are things that I've actually physically have done in the facility industry. Okay. And if it's not been in the facility industry, it's been obviously in my position. Or if it's not been in, in my current role where, where I'm working, it's been in other industries. And just because you don't see the strategy right now and be like, well, it doesn't work until I, you know, someone in my space does it. That's just a stupid, that's a stupid statement. That's dumb. And I'm saying this because 
just because you haven't seen it in your industry doesn't mean that it's not going to be successful. Okay. You always want to model what other industries and spaces are doing and take note. I didn't say copy. I said model. You see what they're doing like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, I like what they're doing there. And then start taking note and see how you can massage that to fit your business, your company, your strategies, whatever that is. Okay. All right. Let me get back off my, uh, my high horse on this one. So we generate all these leads and the challenge that we have is that a lot of these leads may not be worked to its fullest to where the AEs are working it in different ways. Now, if they have someone that's warm, the AEs do a very, very amazing job at um, capturing that warm lead and then getting it over the goal line. And I can't give you a percentage right now where we've changed our tracking metrics. We've changed our, our metrics and, and, and ways that we're tracking stuff. And then I can give you better numbers so you can kind of say like, huh, that's interesting. I might want to try to strive for those numbers. So I'm thinking in, you know, it, these numbers should probably be more solidified in the next coming weeks, if not maybe a month or so. So we mean in our director of sales, his name is Nick, came up with this concept of recycling leads. And he's done this before. And this is not a new thing. He's, he's seen it done in, in a lot of industries. It's, 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 it happens. Recycling leads is just like sometimes a new voice, sometimes a new personality, sometimes whatever it is, something new just tends to kind of like, ah, I like that person better. And so we came up with a new strategy in recycling leads. And so what we did is that we took a list of contacts that were commercial leads. These are contacts that um, were looking to get their vehicle wrapped, okay? And what we kind of did is we looked at them and like, okay, if they were before a certain date, and it was a, it was a large list, it was like 15,000 people that were not customers, were not converted or anything like that, and they were worked, they got several emails and phone calls and text messages from our AE team, whoever it was assigned to, that member worked that lead accordingly, did well. And if it didn't kind of go over, you know, like they didn't respond or whatever, they kind of sit in a certain status. So when what we did is we reassigned these leads. And by reassigning these leads, now these contacts are getting a new AE, account executive, that is going to be essentially getting these contacts to learn a little bit more about our company. Now, we kind of stumbled upon this accidentally as well too. So several weeks before that, we were I was doing some changes in workflows and we had like a rogue workflow slash um, active list that basically went rogue, okay? So as soon as I changed a certain a lead status um, for one of a bunch of leads that we had for one of our um, account executives, it basically pushed these people into a workflow and it essentially fired off like thousands. I'm not saying like a, a few, you know, a few or, you know, 20 or 30 or even a few hundred thousands, okay, of emails and text messages just fired off, okay? And thank God that um, there is a uh, mechanism within HubSpot and Google Suites that you can only send up to about a thousand emails in a day in a 25-hour period. And so, because otherwise we would send out a lot more, but we definitely sent out over 7,000, maybe 8,000 SMSs. And we were, we finally put a, you know, we, we, we finally pulled a tourniquet on this thing and, and, and stopped the bleeding, if you will. 
and we figured out what happened. We turned it off. We fixed it, and it's and, and it's taken care of. But what was interesting is that people were replying back. People are like, "Actually, no, I didn't get a rap. Oh no, you know, I you know, I'm glad that you contacted me." And others were like, "F you, I hate you," which is fine. You get that. And we had a few deals closed. Uh, and 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 the mistake, and this wasn't a giant mistake, like. When you consider in the grand scheme of things, we have, I don't know, several thousands. And when I say thousands, thousands, thousands of people in our database. This is a small, small sliver of that. And that's okay. The beauty about all this, though, is this. Is that it kind of gave proof to the concept of like recycling leads actually does work. Because we had talked about it and we thought about like, how could this work? What do we want to do? And so when this mistake happened and these people weren't contacted for several months and then if not, maybe a year or two, and then this kind of like invigorated some people that were like, actually, yeah, I do need a wrap. Recycling leads is a strategy that might be very, very useful within your facility organization. And the reason I'm saying this is because a new tone, a new tone of voice, a new personality, a new person might lift up opportunities. I mean, I know for myself, like, um, several years ago, I bought, uh, I bought a boat from my dad, from my dad. He was selling it in Texas and I was like, maybe I'll buy it. And it wasn't a bad buy, but I'm just, I live in the wrong state to have a boat. And so now we're in the process of selling the boat as we speak. And I was working with this company that was going to sell the boat, but then I needed to get more documentation to them about like titles and stuff like that. And my dad had to get me that stuff. Anyways, long story short, I hadn't spoken to the company that initially got me, or the person that initially got me started to get the boat online to, to be sold for like, I don't know, a month or two months. Well, then all of a sudden, like I got an email and then a text message and then a phone call from this person from the same company, but a different person. I'm like, huh, interesting. And then this person essentially was like, hey, we want to get your boat, you know, up, you know, are you ready to go? I could take some pictures. Yeah, let's do this. And so it got things rolling. And now the boat is on the website. If you want to buy a boat to Monterey, it's a it's a nice boat. Uh, And you can find you can find it online. So with that, hopefully by the time you hear that it's sold, that's that's what I'm hoping for. But anyways, with that, that's just an example of of like, hmm. New person, new personality, just kind of got things going. So then we mapped out what this is going to look like. So Nick and I sat down and be like, okay, what do you envision this? And I said, just write down like what you want this to look like, like, and then like timetables. At what point do we recycle these leads to where they go to a new AE? And so kind of looked at it and then, and he's like, all right, I think we should have this many emails and I think we should have this many SMSs. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's just try it and see what happens. So I built out the whole workflow. So I built out the 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 emails on what the communication is going to be. I built out the SMSs and what the, the text messages are going to be. I built out the cadence of like how often a new message is going to go out. I built out what's called a trigger, what's going to fire this. So what, what, what we did is we wanted to get this as, as, as hands off as possible from our sales team to where they don't have to go into like a pool and go find leads in there and then get them, you know, pushed in. It's just like, it just automatically just gets, gets pushed into a new workflow at a certain point. 
And we just wanted this to be kind of like a continuous thing. But before we did that, we needed to go through a list of several thousand of contacts and get them reassigned. So HubSpot has, you know, these, these things that you can, you know, reassign AEs. And we essentially just took advantage of that, that tool. And so from there, um, the first email that we wrote was like, hey, did you ever end up getting a vehicle wrap? And it was very simple. Um, if you did, you know, that's fine. If you didn't, you know, I'd love to know why. And, you know, and, and whatever it is. Well, we sent out like, I think four or 5,000 emails that first go around. And we ended up closing three deals within, I want to say 24 or 48 hours. I'm not kidding when I say this. We ended up closing three deals within 24 to 48 hours. Okay. I've got the numbers to, to back this up. Now you might be saying, well, that's not very good out of 4,000 contacts. Mind you, this was a very low lift on their, our sales team. Like they didn't have to do anything. It just literally got recycled. Like, oh yeah, glad that you messaged me. Um, I'm interested. We had like 50 some odd people answer the first email. They replied. And then about half of those were like, you know, um, it's too expensive or whatever that is. And so now you might be asking like, well, how can I use this for facility management? Well, here's the thing. It depends on what service or services or products you're trying to sell, okay? Now, if you're selling like, you know, IFM type services where you're basically, you know, the aggregator, if you, you know, and, and, and you essentially, you know, push off work to different vendors throughout the country for whatever, it can still work. It just means that the conversation is different. So the way you're going to kind of map this out is, is that you'd, you'd have an email that goes out a few months. If, if, if they're just like they've ghosted you, no contact, no communication for several months, then maybe it's like a six-month window or a three-month window. It depends on what your sales cycle is and it depends on like how it works for you guys. Like this is, this is all trial and error, but I'm telling you, sometimes you got to test these things and see what it works. But maybe it's six months, maybe it's six months after, you know, you've had like your pitch and there hasn't really been a decision. That lead gets recycled, gets to another another salesperson. The first email that should be going out is something along the lines of like, hey, Jack, this is Tom at IFM Nationwide. Uh, just reaching out to see if you guys ever made a decision on um, selecting an IFM for, you know, wh whatever your needs were um, about a year ago or about six months ago. Uh, if, if you didn't make a decision, you know, no worries, you know, that's great. I hope it's all going well. If you haven't, um, why haven't you made a decision and, and can I help you with anything? And, and, and I'm just giving you an example. So you go in there very open, just trying to get some answers. And some people will reply back be like, look, you guys were too expensive or, or you guys weren't able to do what I need you guys to do. Oh, well, now we can actually do that. Oh, you, you can now. OK, cool. Maybe we should have we should reinvigorate this conversation again. So what you're doing here is you're trying to lift some life out of the dead. And you do this by going in there with a very just nonchalant type of approach. Okay. And so that's kind of what we did with the first email. And that got a ton of responses. And then our second email is like, I don't know, five, six days later. And it was something along the lines of like, hey, just talk to one of our, my head designer. He said that there's an open spot available to do a design mock-up. I mean, this is something that you can do for your second email, something along the lines of, 
hey, um, you know, I was going across some some demos that we just did for some customers, and they were really impressed with something like X, Y, and Z. They thought that other facility managers would really benefit from it. Maybe you know you'd be interested in learning more about this. I'd love to share it to you, share it with you and get your your thoughts, your feedback, something like that. Or it could be like, hey, we're launching a new product or we're launching a new service that might interest you. Would you be, you know, you know, would you be kind enough to kind of learn a little bit more about it to see if it fits what you guys are looking for? Or just give me feedback if you think it's a, even a good product or service that will that will help the, the, the industry. Things like that where facility managers or just people in general are kind of guiding you and telling you like, yeah, that's really good or that's not a good idea. Or, that's horrible. That's great. Whatever it is. But you get this feedback loop and all of a sudden they're like, so you, this is like, this isn't beta now. Yeah, yeah. If you want this, you know, we can do this. You could be one of our trial customers. I, we just ask that you give us a really strong testimonial whenever you're done with it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You can do things like that. And so it's just a matter about how you want to kind of like carve this up. But the idea here is that you you essentially recycle these leads every, I don't know, three months, every six months, something, okay? And then you change the message. Maybe you change the tonality. Maybe you change the offer. Maybe you change an approach. Whatever it is, but you change something up. But it gives you another reason to go back and ask again, okay? You're not necessarily asking for the sale. You're asking to see where they're at in the buying process, okay? So sometimes, like for some you know organizations where the commissions are much higher, um, and sometimes that like some people don't want that to happen. Like the salesperson may not want that lead to be taken out of their name. And in those cases, you gotta put them to some sort of status that essentially you get to keep. Especially if you if you're limited on lead count, but um, you know, you, your 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 uh, your dollars that you sell are much higher. So it 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 just depends. Now, could you do this recycle strategy? for like your own email, like your own leads that you haven't talked to in six months. Yeah, totally. It won't have probably the same effect, but it can still work. You can still probably bring some, you know, some life back from the dead. But I think this really works whenever you recycle the leads and you essentially take these contacts and you reassign them to somebody else. Like I said, at the end of the day, like if your salesperson isn't gonna work that lead to the death of it, Give it to somebody else because somebody else might might do a better job, okay? Because at the end of the day, it's the, it's the goal of the, of, of the organization to hit certain numbers, and this is just another strategy. This is another tool on the tool belt. And so simple, simple strategy that we implemented. Now, I'm not going to say that it's been foolproof the entire time. Mind you, we have lots of contacts in our database, and this is not a bragging moment. This is just one of those things. That's just the nature of like what we're what we're what we're doing. And so, with that, you know, today's feedback that I got from the sales team, they're like, "Hey, we love the strategy. However, whenever text messages go out, we are getting inundated with like some some people saying like, who is this?" And replying back like, "I'm spending half a day, a full day." just working these contacts whenever I have new leads in the pipeline that I have to be working as well too. And I'm like, ah, that totally makes sense. So we reworked the strategy. We removed some stuff that was kind of becoming a, um, how can I say it? It was becoming more of like a, a problem for the team. 
and we moved some messages up a little bit higher until we came up with the right solution. Now, we, we had to do this because this is direct feedback from the sales team because we they're, they're on a roll. They're crushing it right now. They're doing a good job. That feedback loop is really important for us. Uh, it's important for myself. And what this allowed me to do is, is really just you know rethink this. The next phase of this is they're like, hey, we want to only have like 20 contacts go into the workflow a day per salesperson. Okay, that's cool. We can do that. So then that's what we're going to be doing next. So the next iteration is going to have roughly 20 contacts going in every single day. And those 20 contacts um, will then be, you know, put into the workflow. They'll get a text message. They'll get an email, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this whole like workflow, they'll, they'll, you know, get recycled. That recycle like strategy is like a 30 day strategy. It's actually, to be honest, it's like 28 days, 27 days, something like that. So 30 days, whatever. Um, so, and if nothing happens, then we will probably revisit on re-recycling them again. So then they'll get re-recycled to a new AE where they get another text message, a few emails. And then after that, like after 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it is, they get re-recycled again to another AE. And we do this to kind of stay in front of them. Mind you, they're still getting marketing emails from our team. Okay, mind you, they're probably still seeing um, text. I'm sorry, um, they're still seeing ads from us. Okay, so there we're always front of mind unless this person opts out of emails and they don't want to have hear anything else from the AEs, and you know they they don't. Then that's it, and that's fine. So that's the strategy. You can implement this for your facility. I gave you some examples. My recommendation is, is that it's probably a, a three to six month window where you then re-recycle the leads. If you have HubSpot, you can use HubSpot to leverage that technology to just essentially reassign contacts. And then you're going to want to probably have maybe a 30 to 60 day cadence of emails that go out and then maybe even call tasks. If you just call and pick it up the phone, be like, hey, Jack. Hey, just want to follow up uh, regarding you know what you just had, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that's that 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 would be the, the strategy. And then you know, rinse and repeat. You just keep doing this, okay? And the nice thing about this is that if you can create this where it's automated on your end. So if you have like a HubSpot, I don't know if Salesforce can do this, but I know HubSpot can because we figured it out. But whatever the case is, is that um Try to leverage technology to make it as hands-off as possible. Now, granted, we are working with like several thousands of leads. I'm talking like, I think our database has anywhere roughly about 150,000 contacts. Again, not blowing smoke up your ass like this is true. I look at our numbers all the time. Um, and not all of them are like, Oh, these are 100% amazing, great quality leads. Like we we know that they're not all amazing. We get that, but where I'm coming from is is that this is is giving our team some some like getting low hanging fruit, and 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 it's proven itself. It works. All right. So, all right. Three things at the end of my podcast. I always ask for number one. Please give us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Number two, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, please connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I, I, I spend most of my time on there. I respond to DMs. If you are like, Hey, I want a podcast episode about this. I'm happy to do it. Totally happy to do it. 
Um, or if you have questions or comments, be like, hey, I'm loving these kind of podcasts that you're doing about these things. Cool. Tell me. Give me that feedback, Luke. It's amazing. And the last thing is please share this podcast. This podcast, by the time this episode's out, we're probably over 5,000 downloads. Now, you might be thinking that's not that many. To me, that's a lot because we've grown this podcast organically, like straight up organically. Okay. If you came across this podcast, it's probably because someone either shared it with you. You somehow Google something or you search something in one of the podcast uh, platforms that you're using, or I reached out to you via DM. Like I personally reached out to you, be like, hey, I've got this new podcast. So with that, you know, if you can do those three things, that'd be great. Other than that, have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.